News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair this week, Andy Cronin. He's the Chief Executive of Avalon and uh, he took on the role in 2022. He was previously the CFO there. Andy, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Great to be here and thanks for having me. Not at all. I, loads I want to talk to you about, Andy, but we'll maybe start with yourself in the early days. Um, you're a Beaumont man, uh, Chanel College out there in Coolock. Um, you studied as an engineer in UCD. Tell us about your early life, if you would. Yeah, for sure. So, um, first of all, when I was in Chanel, the guidance counsellor was actually a priest and he, he figured out if you're good at maths, send people into engineering. So that was the base case for how I ended up doing engineering. But when I got into it, I actually really enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, working in design for a couple of summer internships over the course of the college program. Uh, and then came out of college, ended up working in an aircraft maintenance company up in Dublin Airport. So that was the link then into aviation. So that was FLS Aerospace, is that right? That's correct, yeah. yeah. So uh, that what did you do there? Uh, swept the floor, uh, got the coffee, uh, but uh, initially I went in and basically each aircraft would come in for heavy maintenance visit. It'd be about 100 people working on the aircraft over the course of a couple of weeks. So they brought graduate engineers in to actually try and plan and sequence the work uh, to make it more efficient and optimise that. And then after that, uh, I moved fairly quickly onto the commercial side. I went up to line maintenance and ground handling, which is everything you see up at the airport building. So all the technical work on the aircraft, the tractor pushing the aeroplane back. Uh, and I worked on the commercial side of that business unit uh, for about four or five years. And that was my first real exposure to accounting and finance and budgeting and all that kind of stuff. And the aircraft piece, the whole aviation bit, are you fascinated about how airplanes work, the technology behind them? It, it sounds like you, you've got a real interest in your subject matter. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think part of an engineering heritage, you either do... Uh, you're either into cars or you're into aeroplanes or you're into fast boats or you're into how things work. Uh, so that definitely propelled my interest in it. And then there's another uh, way I put it is once you get a bit of kerosene into your bloodstream, it's very hard to get it out. Yeah. So an awful lot of people end up around the fringes of aviation, get pulled into aviation and then just stay in the industry. And frankly, it's a great industry. Uh, you meet people from all over the world. It's a really global industry. Yeah. And it's the same people moving around different businesses all over the world that makes it really fascinating to work in. So you had a couple of uh, career opportunities at FLS Aerospace. You got promoted a few times. You ended up in uh, RBS uh, Aviation Capital. I think you were the senior vice president there for, what was it, investor in, invest, I, investor markets? Yeah, exactly. So uh, how I ended up there was a bit of a, a almost coincidence, really. I'd made the decision to leave FLS and uh, I was due to start another job in a completely unrelated industry. And I happened to buy the newspaper during the week, which I rarely did. And there was a half page ad looking for people who knew about aeroplanes and were good at maths. And that was Royal Bank of Scotland's aircraft leasing business. So I gave that a go, uh, did the interview uh, that night actually in Gibneys and Malahide uh, with the hiring manager, <laughs> and uh, who's still a friend to this day actually. So that just uh, pulled me into to RBS and where I spent most of my career there was basically uh, we were in charge of selling aircraft to investors, we were in charge of raising capital from other banks and in charge of managing the large loan portfolio 
uh, that the the bank had uh, secured on aircraft with airlines around the world. So how important was the aviation sector, the le- aviation leasing sector to RBS? Was it a big part of their business? No, uh, at its peak, RBS had probably about $2 trillion of a balance sheet and aircraft leasing was probably less than 2% of that or one and a half, two percent But it was really important for the bank at the time as it was growing because it tended to give it first mover into different jurisdictions. So yeah. in countries where the bank didn't have a presence, uh, aircraft leasing actually opened up connections okay. to those markets in a way that other businesses didn't necessarily do. Now, you're one of the co-founders uh, of Avalon, along with Donald Slattery. Uh, you, you mentioned it earlier there, you were the CFO uh, of the business for many years, and I think, you know, you, you've, you've said you have a mathematical ability, but you're not an accountant. Uh, and I'd say you're, you, you'd walk rings about many accountants, uh, given the, your appreciation of numbers and that. So, so how did all that come about uh, the, with the Avalon piece? Yeah, it was an interesting one. Um, you know, all you can do with money is add and subtract. Engineers can multiply as well, so that gives them a huge advantage uh, when it comes to any kind of accounting practice. Uh, so uh, how it came about was uh, we saw a group of friends, uh, and we were friends, our friends, came together. We saw a huge opportunity in the market in the depths of the financial crisis in 2009, 2010, where, frankly, all of the major aircraft leasing companies were owned by banks who were systemically in in trouble. And that created a massive opportunity, and we backed ourselves. And uh, Donald pulled uh, the the team together. Uh, He was the chief executive of Avalon uh, for the launch. Uh, But when we stepped out of our jobs, you know, there there was no Avalon, right? It it was uh, a laptop uh, you know, a bit of a room and if you needed a printer, you went to PC World and you bought a printer kind of thing. Yeah. So it was very much stringing us along for those first uh, few months and then we were lucky enough to get momentum pretty quickly actually and we launched the business uh, in May 2010 with a $750 million equity commitment from three private equity funds, which at the time, in aircraft leasing terms, that's not a massive amount of money to, to launch a business. But at the time, no one else had any money. So and that, so was, that was a huge differentiator. And that money was probably raised on the reputations of the guys around the table, the experience that you and Donald and others would have had in various uh, aircraft leasing businesses. I think that's certainly a big part of the story, yeah. but also it's the stability of the industry. So yeah. people saw that the general banking crisis wasn't going to have a long-term impact, that aircraft travel is systemic, that it does have cycles and it does recover. Uh, as we've seen with COVID, as we've seen with oil crises, uh, the market is almost like an infrastructure market. And so people were betting on that recovery and then picking which platform to back to actually execute on that. Finally, I have to ask you, Andy, uh, downtime uh, away from this uh, high-pressure job that you have in aircraft leasing. It's a really fantastic business and so good to hear about it. You're a keen sailor, uh, again, but again, you have to use your mathematical ability for navigation occasionally. Well, you do, and also for scheduling, frankly, (laughs) to find the time to do it. Um, So, yeah, whenever I get the chance, that's what I love to do. Uh, kids are big into it. I've, I've four kids. Three of them race pretty competitively. Yeah. So uh, that's the main the main hobby in the household. I would say. Well, hopefully we'll see you out in Dublin Bay one of the days. Uh, so Andy Cronin, Chief Executive of Avalon, thanks for joining us today and every success with this fantastic business. Thanks so much, Bobby. Cheers. 
News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling.